Now, we know the Australian Electoral Commission figures uh, show just two in three people in the seat of Lingiari, which blankets all of the Northern Territory outside of Darwin, cast a ballot in the recent federal election. Now, Anthony Albanese, the Prime Minister, yesterday labelled the figure an outrage and blamed it directly on cuts to the Commission resources under the former coalition government. The voter turnout in Lingiari has been described by the Australian Electoral Commission as disappointing and, as I said, only two out of three voters casting that vote. But uh, despite uh, what was a huge effort by the Australian Electoral Commission. Now, joining me on the line to talk a little bit more about the situation is Jeff Bloom, the Australian Electoral Officer uh, for the Northern Territory. Good morning to you, Jeff. Good morning, Katie. Jeff, what are those official numbers when it comes to the uh, voter turnout for Lingiari? Yes, so uh, as you just said, the uh, the turnout in Lingiari is uh, is a little bit down uh, on what it was in 2019. So it's sitting around 67%. Uh, it was uh, around 73% in 2019. So there has been a drop-off, uh, also a small decrease in the division of Solomon as well, uh, 73% in 2019 down to, to 70% or thereabouts for this election. And Jeff, what do you attribute um, that drop to? Well, I think there's a, there's a few things in play here, and notwithstanding that uh, it appears, uh, that provisionally at least anyway, the national turnout is down somewhere in the order of um, 2 to 3% as well. So it looks like it's more widespread. But certainly, um, you know, in terms of uh, these COVID times that we live in now, the unpredictability uh, about uh, people being able to, in this particular case, um, get to a polling place, not that there weren't... Uh, the same number of polling places and the same service offering for this election as we had in 2019. We certainly uh, had all of those polling venues open, all of those services available, including postal votes and so on. But uh, the uncertainty, I think, has perhaps perhaps kept uh, people away, uh, including people uh, becoming ill themselves through COVID or being close contacts. So there's a few unknowns in there, but certainly it, it has affected the, uh, the turnout and that's... Uh, uh, as you mentioned earlier, I've already stated that that is disappointing for us because we've put in a huge effort. Jeff, is it a situation where um, there are, you know, some locations where there was lower voter turnout than others, i.e., is it, uh, you know, is it remote voters that didn't turn out in the volumes that we were expecting or hoping for? It's not. No, the the numbers there, the differences are not contained uh, exclusively in the remote area mobile polling, so in the remote communities. We are within 10% of the, the number of votes uh, issued in 2019 across the remote community, so 170 locations thereabouts, uh, so within 10% of the votes. Uh, and that, that in itself uh, was really pleasing because if we think back to the start of the journey and um, delivering t- a service to those remote locations is very difficult, very challenging, and, of course, with COVID in communities, we weren't even sure if we were going to go to the vast majority of those locations. So to get that outcome and to come within 10% of uh, the votes issued in 2019 was pleasing. What we did see is a drop-off in people attending polling places on polling day, so the static polling places, that we, as we call them. So we, we were hoping that uh, because we could see that the numbers were already a little bit down, mm. so through the early voting and the number of postal votes that uh, we issued as well, we could see that uh, the numbers were, were not looking um, all that great and we were hoping for that turnout on polling day. That didn't occur. So um, the assumption is that for some reason or another, people um, 
just couldn't get to a polling place. And again, there may be something to do with health issues. We don't know. Um, but yeah, certainly um, with the effort that we put in, uh, significant as it was, uh, we would have hoped for more people casting their vote. We know that, uh, you know, the Prime Minister yesterday weighed in on that debate um, and and felt as though, you know, there was a situation where cuts to the Australian Electoral Commission had had an impact. Is that the case? Well, those cuts to the, to the Northern Territory Office were in 2017 and they certainly had an impact at that time uh, in terms of continuity of um, some of the services, including services to remote communities, so our Indigenous Electoral Participation Program. Um, you know, that, that is true. Uh, we've, um, we've since recruited a team, um, uh, a, a, an Indigenous team here, that, but that was in 2021, so that, that lack of continuity uh, it could be argued that, that we were uh, uh, behind and, and playing a bit of catch-up there. I certainly wouldn't dispute that. Um, but the team's there now. They have worked hard over the last um, few months in the lead-up to the election and, uh, of course, there's a lot of work for them to do as we move forward in the next uh, electoral cycle. Jeff, I know that you and your team, as you've pointed out, put in an enormous amount of effort to try to get as many Territorians out to vote as possible. Do you feel disappointed then that those numbers are so low? Well, you know, the effort that we, we've put in, like this 12 months of planning that goes into this or, or more, uh, if we call it, um, you know, back in time, um, 12 months of planning as a minimum, uh, you know, 900 polling staff that we uh, we recruited, and that's not easy, again, noting that uh, there's not a lot of people looking for a job right now, training those people, getting them into those polling places, delivering the service, uh, huge amount of effort, uh, very tired people, I have to say here. Seems like a long time ago that uh, the writs were issued back on the 11th of April. It's uh, around 60 days uh, since those writs were issued. So... You know, the efforts, the communication that the agency did more broadly, uh, the messaging, TV ads, radio ads, social media, and we put a, an official guide into uh, every elector's uh, postbox, mm. letterbox. Um, big effort, um, and unfortunately, um, you know, the turnout is not what uh, we hoped it would be. Jeff, are the people who didn't turn up to vote going to be fined? There is a, what we call a non-voter process uh, after each federal election. Uh, and as we do after every election, we, we look at the process itself. Uh, we do write to people who uh, have not voted, so their name's not been marked off the electoral roll, and we ask them uh, to provide a reason as to, to why they didn't vote. I think that will be interesting this time around as to, to some of the reasons, whether it is something to do with illness or being a close contact and so forth, or um, just uh, their comfort level around going to a polling place where... Uh, despite the COVID measures that we had in place to, to make those polling places as safe as possible, people may not have felt comfortable going to a polling place. All of those things uh, will, will you know, be, I think become visible once we get those responses from people. So that will occur uh, in the months um, ahead, uh, certainly before the end of the year. Could it be a situation where the Electoral Commission has done everything that they can to try to get people to vote, but unfortunately um, some Territorians just aren't really interested in, in the people that have put their hand up to run? Well, I know there's some external commentators that have got some, some theories about um, people being disconnected from, from the, uh, the political process or the democratic process, and of course we can't necessarily comment on that. Well, we don't know. We, we are the service delivery side of the, the business um, and that's what we do and uh, we believe we've done a very good job there. But there's certainly certainly some other country out there that um, 
that uh, may be borne out in time, but certainly nothing that I could comment on specifically. Well, Jeff Bloom, the Australian Electoral Officer for the Northern Territory, we always appreciate your time. Thank you for having a chat with us this morning. Terrific. Thanks, Katie. Thank you.